0: Welcome to Organic Sexuality, where we explore the restoration of pleasure, the reclamation of sexual sovereignty, and the realization of our embodied sexual nature. An invitation to honor the pleasures of your body by embodying the pleasures of your nature. I'm your host, Rahi Chan. I'm a certified somatic sex educator, a sexological body worker and creator of Somatic Sexual Wholeness. Before today's interview, an announcement that registration for the online course, The Three Keys to Genital Dearmoring for Reclaiming and Expanding Pleasure, is now open. Early bird pricing is available between now and August 20th, when full access to all course materials becomes available. Weekly Zoom group learning calls begin September 20th when registration closes. For more information, please go to Somatic Sexual Wholeness. Today we explore the prosthetic portal with its co creators and space holders, Asim Sacred Fire and Stina Kraj. What if there's a safe and sacred practice for accessing, integrating, and releasing emotional and energetic shadow aspects of the male psyche, and by doing so, not only increasing blood, qi, and energy flow, enlivening the innervation, health, and awareness of the entire pelvis, but also leading to expanded realms of pleasure, orgasmic states of surrender, and the embodiment of our spiritual sexual nature. Today we explore how the prosthetic portal and prostate massage, also called sacred spot massage, can serve as a most effective and efficient practice for clearing one's shadow and repressed emotions, deep healing of past traumas, and expanding orgasmic states of pleasure and spirit. Today, I am super excited to be inviting special guests to the podcast, Asim Sacred Fire and Stina. From at the moment, they're in Copenhagen and they have co created an incredible invitation called the Prosthetic Portal, which is an online event that anyone in the world can experience. But I feel like it's kind of revolutionary because the prostate. Uh, And its incredible gateway to spirituality, to energy, to trauma healing, to pleasure is so not well known. So I'll just describe what it is here. Um, The Prosthetic Portal, it's an online tantric training with a very holistic approach to explore and learn about the bliss and the shadows of the prostate, drawing on the depths of wisdom from somatic psychology, physiology, energy wisdom. And cultural traditions, including the wisdom of the chakras, the nadis, Chinese medicine, Tantra, just to name a few. It's incredibly holistic uh, and a very complete exploration of the health, pleasure, and spiritual benefits of engaging uh, with the prostate. Asim and Stina, it's so wonderful to see you and to have you on the show.
1: Thank you for inviting us, Rahi. Thank you, Rahi.
0: Yes, yes. So Stina's background is as a midwife. She's a mother of three, a sexologist, a tantric and sexological bodywork therapist based in Copenhagen. Uh, Asim Sacred Fire is a holistic tantric bodyworker using elements of shamanism, tantra, de-armoring, energetic and chakra healing infused through his intuition. And he is based in Holland and Copenhagen as well. Um, I think the first question just to jump off would be, how did the prosthetic portal birth through the two of you guys? Like, how did this come to be? It's so exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think I would like to share that I was working a say tantric masseur in Copenhagen. And mostly only for men. The place was actually only for men. And they offered the prostate massage as well. And uh, I don't know, but all of a sudden, all the clients I got was... Men having trouble ejaculating, mm. and it was it was quite difficult to to help them with this problem. Like premature ejaculation is more easy way of working around it, but this issue. And I looked everywhere. I asked whatever I knew to guide me. Where can I learn more about this? And I really didn't find the information I needed. So I became a little bit nerdy. Um,
0: mm.
1: And I have the background as a midwife, so I'm I'm very good with my fingers. It's my my two extra eyes. So really to feel the differences of all these prostates and, and and patterns started to form like, okay, this is an issue, this is an issue and everything like like leading back to the prostate. And um, then um, oh, we both have a tantric teacher called Anand Rupa, who has taught us a lot of the tantric knowledge we have today. And he invited us to do online workshops in a place called Itantri as part of the lockdown and like offering all these teachings online. And we were like brainstorming what could be good. And I said, well, I have all this knowledge about the prostate. Maybe we could share that. And uh, he thought that was quite a good idea. And then I was thinking about asking Anand uh, if I should do it with him because I was, I'm was i not owning a prostate. So I also felt like a bit of um, not too much integrity teaching this and not having one. And uh, then Asim got a little bit. <laughs> why can't you
2: do it with me yeah yeah sure. for me, sure. uh, we were we didn't have a relationship that long so it was also there was a little bit of hesitation to work together but uh, i also felt like okay w- w- why don't we do that together then and and see it as an um, exploration to find out also for ourselves what is the prosthetic is about because what Stina was already sh- uh, sharing you know there's not much knowledge out there but by uh, creating the prosthetic portal we also we went out to in the uh, look in the world from okay where can we find knowledge and what are the different approaches we can uh, we can use in our in the prosthetic portal.
0: Hmm. Yeah, as I was sharing, I mean, you guys really did such a deep dive. I mean, it really, I mean, it is like a PhD thesis, this, all the modules, all the information, the wisdom, really. You guys followed your curiosity and really took it upon yourselves to understand the wisdom around prostate health from all these different traditions, you know, Indian tradition, the chakra approach, the Chinese approach like all of these different traditions. And it's fascinating what you've discovered. there's so much complementary understanding, but you've kind of like honed it into one place. It's beautiful. I am very curious. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Asim, what your personal journey has been in discovering the sacredness of your prostate? Because I think there are a lot of listeners who are men, or maybe wives or lovers of men, who have been curious, who've heard about prostate massage, but maybe haven't really explored it and and, you know once upon a time I'm wondering whether you were someone who knew about it but didn't really explore it and what 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 has your journey been like
2: yeah I had uh, explored already some a little bit of anal play but uh, for me also the prostate was yeah like okay it's a male organ somewhere but I don't know where and I had yeah uh, some little experience with prostate massage before we started this project, and for me, discovery of the prostate was really yeah, an eye-opener of how to experience pleasure. Because it's, it gives a pleasure uh, which is very different than uh, a penile uh, stimulation, um, that you have to go much more into a surrendering and when you have a, a pleasure from the surrendering, it's very different and very much more um, opening up and without a goal. And that really helped me also to view uh, my pleasure in having sex. That after the discovery of that the possibility to have pleasure in a surrender, that uh, it completely. Uh, Changed the way of lovemaking, even if it didn't involve anal play or prostate massage.
0: Wow, there's so many beautiful things you're sharing there. What what I'm hearing is opening yourself up to this receptive surrendering state, really getting in touch with your inner feminine. Um, as a sexual being, and expanding your whole capacity as a sexual being to one of wholeness, really, you know, I, I really feel like anal play and anal pleasure is so neglected in our society, it's almost like missing half the pelvis, much less prostate pleasure. And so yeah, opening yourself up to the whole embodiment of who you are, both energetically interfeminine, intermasculine wise, you know, as well as just feeling good. I think it's just the sacred journey that is inviting all prostate holders. So Stina, I'm really curious because you shared how you started by giving tantric uh, prostate massage for men. I'm guessing you've witnessed such incredible awakenings, transformations, like discoveries amongst The clients who've never had a prostate massage before, for our listeners who've never had prostate massage before, what really stands out in what you've uh, witnessed in in holding space for this this sacred uh, experience?
1: Hmm. Well, before answering that, I was just actually laughing a little bit when you say half of the pelvis is missing, because that's also sometimes like guys would come, why would I want a finger up my butt? Like, what is it? And it was like, well, you're kind of missing out maybe of half of your sexual potential. Because like with women, we have an access to get to all these nerve endings and all these pressure spots that you really can reach the same way in a man. So that can be a bit provocative, of course, to say that. But yeah, I had men in their 50s cry with grief. Like, why didn't I know about this sooner? This is so different experience for me. Yeah, like. Deep transformation and and what I also sometimes see like being in sexology working working with men and pleasure is that so many men need to feel pleasure through another's pleasure. Like the indirect route of pleasure is the most common way for many men to get feel pleasure, and this is surrender. So this is not through somebody else, it's direct pleasure. So that transformation of actually they don't have to perform. You don't have to do anything. You just have to surrender and receive. The prostate has such an invitation for that if you can get past all, you know, the, the fear, anxiety around it and really try it. So I think that was the, maybe the biggest game changer for, for the men was to like, wow, I can feel this much pleasure just receiving without performing, without having an erection. Like so many men usually won't have an erection. During a prostate massage, but they still feel all this pleasure. So it's also like, do not commute, do not commute. That there's so much confusion in the moment. And then afterwards it's like, wow, this is so different. Yeah.
0: Yeah, profound and beautiful. I mean all those points are really striking to to hear it because I mean I've I've experienced uh, prostate massage and pleasure but I didn't realize how the performance aspect is really not there that a lot of men feel during sexuality. Yeah, I mean my I I feel like like the way Asim was speaking about how it made him a better lover, I, f- I feel like it helped my body understand how vulnerable it feels to be penetrated and gave me a whole different uh, empathic understanding of the vulnerability of that. Um, I I want to ask both of you, you know, I feel like it's really profound in your training how you impart the understanding of how the womb tissue or the tissue of the uterus and the womb is the same tissue that makes up the prostate. And so there are all these issues within the male that shows up in the prostate of not birthing dreams, goals, visions, businesses, etc. Can you speak a little bit about the significance of how that, that womb tissue in the female body is similar to the prostate tissue in a man, and the significance of that as far as what kind of Trauma or unexpressed energy gets held there.
1: Should I talk? Yeah, okay, you start. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I have a bit more of the physiological, like, scientific approach. The seam is very strong in the more spiritual, energetic part, and then we meet somewhere there. So, the prostate is actually a much more complex organ than the uterus. Like, it has so many different functions, and um, it's a muscle. As the uterus is also a muscle, it's making this contraction to, you know, repel the ejaculate uh, from the prostate. And at the same time, it's a filter, it's a chamber, it's a, uh, you know, it takes away the toxins, it's mixing all these different fluids. So it has so, so many. But what I find is the most common thing between the two is the way it's wired to nerves, and especially the vagus nerve. For me. The vagus nerve is the energetic superhighway, the shushumna in like in the more holistic approaches, and it is really what makes energy flow more freely in the whole body, connected to all the organs and things like that. And I think that is very much why men experience this much more deeper orgasm, the full body orgasm, is because they it, they're connected to the vagus nerve. So that was shown in studies that the uterus, and the cervix is connected. To, um, the vagus nerve—it has still not been proven for men, but I totally believe that that these wiring is very, very similar.
2: Yes, the prostate is the same material as as the womb, and it is the um, so the prostate is the organ of life in the man. and so everything that is related to life or the goals that you have in life, every problem that you have related to that will have its um, a backlash on that. So if you are, you know, in your 20s and you're studying and you you make your goals from "Ah, I'm going to make this in life, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be that. And uh, this is how my future is going to be. And then later on in life, you have to reevaluate and you see like, okay, uh, what of those goals did I reach and which ones I didn't. And if you then if you were very attached to those goals, that is like a trauma connected to that organ in the prostate Uh, so all the promises that you have made yourself that you how you're going to be if if that is not fulfilled and if you're not come clean with yourself and if you you can't say like okay you know i was young i had those dreams but you know now i'm older and wiser and i rescheduling my life i'm just make new goals and i'm fine with that and then you can let that go but yeah if if people feel like oh i didn't accomplish it i didn't accomplish it then that is a trauma that is sticking to uh the the prostate uh but there is also that uh, when you're later in life also physiologically there's uh, there are changes
1: mm-hmm. yeah and you know that's also part of a lot of the health problem in the prostate is that especially like the, the, the maybe the 56 years generation they have been working so hard. Like they really need to, to be somebody, you need to have a good job, you need to have a big car, you need to like push through. You have very stressful lives. And when we have very stressful life and we need all this materialism to feel safe in our life and maybe it goes away, we lose money, we lose the job, we lose the car. You know, we have so much tightness in our roots. Like we just, you know, we just pull the buttocks together and we keep going. So, a lot of prostates are completely suffocating in this pelvic space because it's so tight, the muscle. There's so much, and you also know this from Giammer the sphincters, and the whole Leveda Amy is so tight. It's the same for men and women that, that it can really help all the toxins in the area. There's not enough blood flow, like all these things. And then there's the whole thing like everything that is stored in our root is usually the deepest, the darkest. The most difficult emotions, experiences, trauma—they live in the pelvic. It's it's really the root of our existence. And you know, when you when you Google prostate, the first hit you get is cancer. That's what that's when people start to relate to their prostate is when it gets sick. Um.
2: And and that is you know it's f- the farthest away from the head from the mind. It's the opposite side of the eyes. So it's the darkest corner of the male body. And so there is not much attention there. And so everything that wants not to be found will be hidden there. And as was uh, Steen was saying, everything that's related to the lower chakras is stored there. So all the issues you have with life, all the issues with money, all the issues with sex, it's all in that region. And um, if you don't get clear about it, how do you feel about it and be truthful to yourself about it, it will have an influence on that region.
0: So, what you guys are speaking to? There's so many facets of the prostate you're speaking to. Um, there's the physiological, as you said, Stina, the filter where it's it is filtering the toxins, you know, environmental toxins. But you know, same, what you're speaking to is it's it's also filtering the emotional toxins, you know, of a man's life, of a man's dream, of a man's vision and self identity, of of how he perceives himself. And yeah, the fact that it is in this very vulnerable place, I'd say the most vulnerable part of the body, you know, deep within the pelvis. And so it is very, very susceptible to so many of the stresses and influences that you've both shared. It's no surprise that, you know, I think prostate cancer is like the number one or number two killer of of men, at least here in the States. Um, Yes. I would like to, I I just love how you're recognized, how you both understand all the different ways the prostate is affected spiritually, energetically, emotionally, physiologically. It's just so complete, such a complete understanding. I want to shift gears a little bit and ask you guys about the prostate massage itself that you facilitate for your clients and for your online training. Something that really stood out to me is how you really hold it as a sacred and safe ritual. There's a lot of intentionality. There's a shared meditation in the beginning. There's such reverence and awareness throughout the whole process. I'd love to know how, yeah, how how your approach to the prostate massage evolved. Was it always so sacred or did you learn along the way? Because I love how you guys facilitate that.
1: So I guess in the beginning when I did it, it was like usually at the end of a massage. And it was mostly a lot of them came for like the drainage, you know, like the blood flow, removing the toxins. So that's more like a physiological prostate massage, like massaging the area, softening up all the muscle, the ligaments, holding the prostate, actually leaving a lot of lower back pain during that. And, you know, really making a lot of blood flow. When you massage the pressure, you feel like an intense heat and you feel pulsation in the area quite fast. And that's really helpful. So with men in for enlargement and prostate would come like, oh, yeah, for two, three days after massage, I don't need to get up pee like three times a night, maybe only one time. So there's like the health benefit of, of that kind of massage. And then of course, then there were the guys that had completely healthy prostate, but just was really curious about so what is this that they're talking about? The male G spot, I'm really curious to explore. And then that way it was more like the orgasmic thing. But also the reason why we call it the prosthetic portal is because yes, it's a portal to multi-orgasmic experience, but it's also actually you need to sometimes go through a lot of shadows portals, like to face your, basically your shit, uh, the emotional, the traumas, all the blockages you have there before you can have access to that pleasurable multi-orgasmic experience. So it had many different assets, you know, different purposes to do the prostate massage. So that's what we try to do in training is a physiological one. And then we do an energetic one. It's very much about removing blockages, dearmoring the prostate. And then more like the orgasmic one where we really, you know, teach a lot about the pleasures. And then at the end is the spiritual one because we put it into this ceremonial context that really makes it sacred and make it safe. For me, the sacredness is to make this really vulnerable space safe for men to go there so deep
2: the prostate massage is uh, especially when you do it for the first time receive it for the first time uh, it doesn't have to be pleasurable uh, a lot of the times that there's still a lot of tension there's a lot of things going on that that are in the way of the pleasure so first all the shadows have to be uh, be seen and, and has to be released before you can get to that pleasure. So uh, sometimes the, the first time, it's not pleasurable for, for the man. And then it is only a healing.
1: And sometimes it's also just numb, you know? You, I don't feel you touching anything right now. I feel like being, that's it, you know? There's simply no connection.
2: So first, that connection has to be established. To use the sacredness and, and, and rituals is uh, it's really about creating a space uh, a safe space where things can happen, and it's not so much about giving a pleasurable massage. It is creating a space where things can happen that need to need to happen. Also, when when I am uh, giving body work, actually my goal is not to give pleasure. What my goal is is to give a healing. So then, I am using the massage to get blood flow to get the energy flow and then that that what needs to happen can happen for that i also need a certain sacred space as a container for that
0: you know in our in our um, sexological body worker training we were taught that the prostate and the the g-spot in in female bodies is made up of a, of a certain crystalline structure of condensed tissue that's known to hold past traumas And so what you're speaking to is, is the necessity of really clearing all of that, uh, you know, baggage essentially in order for the aliveness and the pleasure to be experienced. But it's, it's such a, I mean, I always see like, whether it's G-spot, sacred spot massage with the G-spot or the prostate as like the most efficient and um, effective way of releasing our past trauma and baggage, because we know that that's it's designed to hold that. And at the same time, it's available for such incredible um, orgasmic states that it's just kind of a goldmine that is waiting to be discovered. I wanted to ask you guys, uh, could you speak a little bit about um, prostate massage that includes genital pleasure, versus prostate massage that is non-genital pleasure. Because, you know, in the material that I've seen, I've seen some prostate massage articles that don't really talk about genital pleasure. And in my experience with with the clients I've worked with uh, around prostate massage and myself, I find that there's so much more energy, as you've mentioned, blood flow, energy flow, and uh, more accessibility to both trauma release and pleasure when the nerves that are involved with the genitalia are involved. But I'd love to hear, like, I mean, do you see pros and cons to including the genital pleasure with prostate massage or, or any cons?
2: No, I see, uh, I see a pro uh, uh, in a way that you can relax the body by using genital Uh, massage Uh, because it's like getting the attention a little bit away from the the penetration of the uh, of the sphincters and and the attention away from the prostate Um, and in that way there can be some more relaxation and because the uh, the key in the prostate massage is relaxation. Even in in attempts to get there, you have to to pass two sphincters of the the anal sphincters, um, and they need to relax uh, in order to come to that hidden gem, which is the prostate. And to to get there, uh, a genital touch can be very useful to, to get the attention a little bit away, and also the contraction, that is some pleasure. In that way, there, co- there comes also a, l- a little bit relaxation.
1: How I see it very much with the first time you want to awaken, like the prostate, it's, it's also linked to the, the pineal um, nerves, you know, and that's also linked to the vagus nerve, I believe. So it's very much like the neuroplasma theory. So if you, you know one pleasure sensation and you combine it with another, <coughs> The brain starts to make new pathways of pleasure. So in that sense, it can be very good to stimulate what is usually felt less pleasure at the same time as the prostate. It kind of awakens the area a little bit more. And then you can go more only the prostate and then they feel a little bit. And then you can support with a little bit of genital massage pleasure to to enhance that feeling. And of course, also, so the the, um, the pudendal nerve goes all the way, of course, to the the, the glands, the head of the, the penis, but it's also completely covering the whole perineum around the sphincters. So, whole this this whole area between the testis and the anus, that area has so much pleasure potential as well, and it's also actually possible to do an, an external prostate massage through that that uh, the, that area. So we actually, in, in the massages we do and we, we teach, we do a lot of pleasure massage in that area, relaxation, and we actually do a lot of massage of what we call the anal lips, so the sphincters Like we really want to make the, it's so receptive before even penetrating. So it's such a big part of the whole ritual of getting to the prostate. Uh, it's a really big buildup. And if when we work with the orgasmic prostate massage, yes, we use, uh, you know, uh, the massage, like a a throttle, like speeding up. Okay, we want to have a little bit more sexual energy. Let's make a bit more sexual energy. And then I stop the genital massage and then I move it to the prostate, awakens, and then it moves up. So, yes, it can be very much used for many different purposes. Yeah.
0: I'm hearing, yeah, as Asim said, so there's a really huge benefit and support in relaxing the whole pelvic floor, um, relaxing the sphincters, which is really, really key, increasing the blood flow. And I'm hearing from you, Stina, you know the importance of engaging the nerves through the genitalia that also innervate the anal sphincters and the prostate. Um, there's so many, so many great reasons, as well as you know creating new neural pathways, associations of pleasure um, in the body. With touch to the anal area, where perhaps a neural pathways have never been established before, um, this is so terrific. I do want to underscore for listeners this is nothing like a doctor 's prostate exam, so I think one of the fears people have, like men especially, yeah. is like we do not like to go get our prostates examined at doctors, <laughs> yeah. and that 's why I want to emphasize like I love how you guys create a ritual the safe space is so important. And you're really listening to when the body is ready to receive Mm -hmm. a finger or to be penetrated. And it's really, it is, I forget what term you use. I remember reading something about, I don't know if it was anal sucking or, but you're really letting the prostate and the sphincters guide the process, which, which makes it so safe. Um, Yeah. yeah.
1: And also another thing we always talk into a lot is a lot of guys are actually very worried about the poo. Like, will it smell? Will it be dirty? Will it be like, what is going to happen? So whenever I give a a newbie a prostate massage, I just talk into it right away. So I'm wearing a glove. I'm having a lot of oil on my finger. Nothing's going to stick. It's not going to smell like all these things. Uh, But it is really a blockage, a mental blockage for many. All these worries,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: because for men, you know, we are taught from early age who is dirty, your don't anus, don't touch it, don't, yeah. touches, don't touch your ass, don't, uh, you know, and uh, especially don't put your finger there. Mm-hmm. Come on, are
1: you gay? Yeah.
2: Are you gay? Mm-hmm. So, there's so from early on, uh, that is what is. Uh, hammered into you, so first you have uh, also have to get past those conditionings yes. to go there, uh, we did a c- uh, group ceremonies and we give sessions one on one uh, on with people, but we also do it in a group setting. People were not wanting to come until we made it very clear that you're gonna lay all with the heads towards each other in a star shape with the ass towards the wall. Nobody's gonna see your ass. And that is actually making it uh, more comfortable to be able to to okay, then I can maybe I can do it, then I can relax. The, the most important thing is for uh, men to, to receive it is that they are relaxed that they can relax in it. otherwise they can't they, they can't receive it.
0: There are so many mental barriers to move through before we even get to the physical conditioning. But I feel like you guys are so um, aware in addressing each of these each of these things. I, I do want to mention. Like I know when you guys do the online training, people can be anywhere and it's in the privacy of their own home, the safety of their own bedroom, and that the cameras, the Zoom camera is turned off so that there's complete privacy whilst you guys are facilitating this incredibly sacred and and healing and pleasurable process. I want to mention at this point, the prosthetic portal, what is the website where people can go and find out more about uh, either your Zoom online facilitation or in-person facilitations.
1: Yeah, so we actually have theprostheticportal.com. We also have a Facebook called the Prosthetic Portal, and uh, my private one is Amosoma, and you are
2: Asim Sacred Fire, dot
1: So we have all those uh, websites, um, but it's theprostheticportal.com, and then you'll find us.
0: Yes. So I will have all these links in the show notes uh, on the on the podcast page. I want to ask you, you know, in my journey of separating uh, orgasm with ejaculation, um, you know, edging is always fun. But I got to say it was self prostate massage and the intensity of that experience that helped me understand how to separate ejaculation for or, from orgasm. I remember having this incredible, uh, like full body orgasm, where, you know, I just kind of like disappeared. I wanted to ask the the role that prostate massage plays in helping people separate orgasm from ejaculation. For me, it was it was really, really important, but I don't know if that's the case for, for most men. Well,
2: I can speak for myself that, that for me, I didn't find a need to, to ejaculate all, all the time, every time that I had sex. But it really helped me uh, to move from a goal-orientated sex uh, experience into a more flowy, enjoyment-centered sex experience to go more into the surrendering uh, but also to have your lovemaking as a enjoyable time instead of that you have this goal that you have to reach in the end that's really has has changed it for me
1: yeah Yeah. my experience is like very much like when when you do genital massage on the lingam the penis you're so much stimulating the, the, the end of the punditonal nerve that is eventually going to send signal to all the muscle helping with contraction and all that. So it's so closely linked and wired. But when you go inside the body and you stimulate the nerve pathways there, the energy, connecting it with pleasure. And a lot. we do a lot of breath work with all this, like really moving the energy. The whole, it's just bypassing the ejaculating response. It's simply not there anymore they usually there's no erection they don't they do feel pleasure if you still have a stimulation of lingon but still it's just completely bypassed and that's the eye opener for me they are like why am i not having an erection i'm feeling like i've been having like sex forever or like what what is this and then it's just moving the energy up inside the body instead of wanting to shoot the energy out of the body
2: in the lovemaking of men, um, a lot of the time it is, uh, it is is goal-orientated. But also when you can have lovemaking that you uh, you don't want to go to your goal because you want to extend the time that you're having your lovemaking. So then you start to get the goal out of it. Then you uh, move to a new goal, and that is to give your partner ple- pleasure. But in that way, you, you keep controlling all the time. Um, and so you're controlling uh, your own pleasure that you don't get too much pleasure that you're going to ejaculate. And also you try to control like, oh, what am I doing? Um, is she liking it? Is she not liking it? So you're in a controlling mode all the time. And with a prostate massage, you cannot. You have to surrender. And to have that surrender and then... Receiving that pleasure without, doing, without having to do anything, that is the real eye opener.
0: As you're sharing this, I can really um, see how, I mean, there's so many lessons to be learned from the surrender to these orgasmic states in all areas of our life um, including spiritually. But what I'm hearing is, is that rather than the kind of the typical uh, or stereotypical male directive goal-oriented uh, sexual quest, it is really more about surrendering to orgasmic states of being and an orgasmic way of being, really, and a relational lovemaking where there is no goal. There is just continual sharing of these orgasmic lovemaking. It's its beautiful. I, I mean, there's so many reasons for us to become familiar, become uh, friendly, to really become intimate with our prostates. I mean, just all the reasons in the world, from health to spirituality, to trauma release, to lovemaking, to the lessons that it's waiting to teach us. Um, I'm really curious, guys, what What's your intention and hope in creating the prosthetic portal? And I know it's evolving still. Um, but you have the live online trainings. You guys have like on demand requests. I know you've been teaching at festivals all over Europe. What is, what's your hope and intention for this prostate revolution?
1: I think we wrote it in the description. It's really right like really raising this awareness that prostate is not only related to cancer and diseases and dysfunctions and all this, but and it's such a vital just like you're saying, it's such a vital part of a man's health, both sexual health, but because it has all these functions, you know? It's such a vital little organ that nobody knows about. So really create more awareness around this. And also, just you know, offer a space for uh, for men to explore this sacred sexuality, higher connections, altered states of mind, and and really get past all the homophobic. Uh, fears around this, that is is preventing it from being explored. And and also what, uh, what I've seen as a gift that was maybe also had a deep impact on me in the ceremonies we've been doing is the givers. Usually it has been women, it's also been men, but usually it's been women giving their lover, boyfriend, husband this experience. And they were so honored and they were so moved to really witness and hold this vulnerable space for their loved one that was really creating such a deep connection between them. That was so beautiful to witness, like really just allow us to be in our feminine and masculine, no matter what gender physiological we are, that, that this is just a normal part of having a healthy sexual experience in life.
2: Yeah. Um, and for, for me, it's, uh, it's raising the awareness and to have to show and tell other men like, okay, you have this organ inside you um, and uh, be aware of it because both health-wise but also pleasure-wise and also in that region there are, are a lot of shadows and and for me that is also a big reason to work with it is to shine light on those shadow, uh, on shadows in order that you can grow and um, the prostate is really a, a spot in the male body, which has so much potential, and when you are ready to to look into your demons and to, to look into your shadows and release them, then you are also able to, to go really uh, high spiritually and experience altered states of consciousness, which I think are only possible because you have re- released those
0: shadows. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, I'm, I'm a little kind of dumbfounded that there isn't more awareness around this incredible gateway. And so I'm so grateful that you guys are holding the space for it. I really think that this. I mean, this should be part of the sex education that, that everyone, that teenagers should receive. I mean, it's such, I mean, for health reasons, for, as you say, you know, to look at our shadows, for empowerment reasons, for pleasure reasons, for lovemaking, like all of it. And it's so integrate, It so integrates our inner feminine and inner masculine by inviting this experience of, of surrender and receiving, um, Guys, I, I am so grateful that you guys have created this, the prostheticportal.com and I will have all your links in the show notes. Um, thank you so much for, for being kind of the sacred gatekeepers to this incredible wisdom and incredible access to our wholeness and our real you know integrated embodiment. It's great to see you both and I look forward to seeing you soon
1: yes thank you thank you we very much forward to see you Denmark
0: (laughs) notice how this interview is landing in your body right now what sensations are you aware of are there any feelings or curiosities arising about your prostate? Or perhaps about the prostate of your lover or a close friend? If you have a prostate, can you feel into what may be awaiting you? Perhaps unexplored discoveries, self-connection and self-intimacy, and a sense of empowerment of your whole being, inviting you to discover what's truly possible. And if you're a lover or close friend of a prostate owner, can you imagine the experience of holding a safe and sacred place for their deepest and most vulnerable connection for resolving their shadows and touching into new realms of orgasmic bliss and wholeness. Links to the prostheticportal.com and amasoma.com and sacredfire.nl, Stina and Asim's respective websites, can be found in the show notes. Here's to the healthy integration of all of who we are and all of what we embody and to the deepest embodiment of our body's most precious and sacred treasures. If you'd like to stay informed about future podcast episodes and announcements, you can sign up for the Organic Sexuality newsletter at OrganicSexualityPodcast.com And to support the podcast, please consider leaving a review at iTunes. Until next time, take good care.